What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Grace's Space. We are here today with our special guest, Alyssa. Say hi. hi. Her hi. at is ARV5518. Make sure to follow. Um, give her a like, comment, you know. So you have not been on the podcast yet, so we got to ask you the intro questions. So are you more of an elite or an NCAA fan? Yeah, even with NCAA season coming up, I definitely feel like I have, my heart is more in elite. I just love watching the difficulty personally, especially on uneven bars, which is my favorite event to watch because in NCAA, the routines are like three skills long. So, you know, but I do love NCAA season for having meets every single weekend. That's great. Yeah, I I agree. I'm also an elite girly and elite bars is my favorite because it's just like, it just is all like going back and forth. There's not, no, like, there's no way around. Yeah, it's great. And then who is your favorite elite team, your favorite NCAA team, and your favorite gymnast of all time? My favorite elite team, I would probably have to say... I don't know. My kind of, my heart is kind of always in Romania a little bit, but you know, also patriotic sometimes, depending on who's on the team. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, oh, I actually really like this U.S. team, so let's root for that. <laughs> but uh, my favorite NCAA team is probably Auburn. That's the one that's been the most consistently been my favorite, but. Other ones always change here and there. My favorite gymnast is definitely Sunisa Lee, though. So valid. <laughs> All right. So today we will remember to do a Pop-Tart. I have it ready, guys. Today we've got Frosted Blueberry, a classic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With a nice, uh, a nice blueberry filling and white frosting. That's definitely a very classic one. That's the one that's like, it's like second to strawberry. It's like always everywhere and you can actually find it places. Exactly. So, yeah. You had this Pop-Tart before? I have not had that one before. I always, I always went for, you know, that was more my sister's one. We'd always like each have our own. So that's fun. I always would get the strawberry over the blueberry. So I don't think I've ever tried the blueberry. But looks fun. I appreciate, I appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. It looks, it's a fun looking Pop-Tart. You know, you got the white frost, you got the sprinkles. It looks inviting. It does look inviting and I like the color blue. So, you know, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> like blueberry jam is really not my favorite of like the jellies. I'm more of a strawberry girl than that. Valid. Very valid. Very, it just gets too sweet too fast. But I get that. Pop-Tart is supposed to be sweet. So I think it would still be mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like that pretty much covers it. <laughs> Classic. You can never go wrong with it. It's probably like not everyone, anyone's favorite, but you, you can't go wrong. You can't be mad at it. <laughs> There's nothing, it's not anything that's going to make you be like, definitely not that one. Right. <laughs> but. It's not one of the ones that like may or may not be radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's not an awful, awkward color that you're like, this is totally just like made up of a bunch of stuff I probably shouldn't be eating. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we've got some NCAA previews today. 
we're gonna start with Auburn oh yeah gotta go with my favorite team first but yeah they're like I as somebody that has been following Auburn for multiple years I was absolutely not expecting how well they did last year I was like ah they're probably gonna be like a three seed going into regionals but they're hosting so then maybe they might get a little bit of a boost and then like make an upset or something because the year before when it was just like the top eight teams all made it through that was really boring so I was like "Mm, I could see Auburn being an upset and then they end up like qualifying in the top like a top two seed and I'm like oh all right that's a lot better than I was expecting but yeah. going, <laughs> I was like a fan of them too. The past like few years before that, they were like one of my underrated. I know. I was like, it's the underdog team. They're like they're not as they're not an underdog anymore. So it like it changed the for me a little bit. <laughs> I know it kind of like ruined the vibe. I liked having like those underdog SEC teams, and I'm like, I want to root for you to beat like Alabama, and you know, mm-hmm. but they did beat Bama though this past year, so that was kind of fun. But yeah. This season, they're only losing from their Nationals lineups. They're really only losing Drew Watson, and it's really only her vault because they've been on floor. She went out of bounds at Nationals. So they literally, it was like a 9-6, and they literally didn't count it anyway. So they're really only losing her vault, and that's really the only routine that they're losing, which is. It had a nice vault, so I will say that. It was a nice vault. And I don't know if they're actually going to be able to replace that vault. So this is where, like, Olivia Greaves coming in would have been really nice because it's like, oh, maybe you can just add in the, like, 10th or so that they're losing by adding an extra 10th on a bar routine. And it'll even out that way. But now that's obviously not an option. I feel like it's partially my fault. I was at I was in Tampa at Nationals. And at the end of the meet, I, like, went down to the floor, like, right by the floor and I did like talk to her briefly and like got a picture and everything but I specifically wished I was like please just have a healthy NCAA gymnastics season (laughs) I know and I jinxed her and I'm so I'm so sad so I I definitely will not ever say that to her again (laughs) like I can't even imagine like going through like a full year of ACL recovery and then having it fail and having knowing you have that same road ahead of you a second time and time it's going to be so much more like scary just because she has had to deal with it failing the first time yeah I w- I don't even know if I'd be able to do that uh, that's yeah as <laughs> but so luckily so what I'm thinking the potential with the other two freshmen coming in Olivia Greaves was not the only one coming off of an ACL injury. One of the other freshmen was also. They both tore their ACLs around the same time the year before. So, you know, because Auburn keeps is another team like Georgia where they're just going to, like, recruit the injured athletes and hope for the best. So then and then everyone's like, why is there all this, like, roster turnover when half of them are medically retired because they're medically dead going into college? So, you know, (laughs) but. So Haley John will probably if she competes at all, it's probably gonna be on like bars or beam kind of thing. Those were her better events anyway. Um in level 10, but she's coming back from an ACL injury and she's had like a leg a knee brace on this entire preseason, which is probably smart. 
seeing her teammate had to get a reconstruction. So terrified if I were her. I know I'd be so terrified. But uh, their other freshman, Hannah Hagel, she is one of those where like she's not going to be the top one or two on any event, but she could potentially be like the fifth or sixth best gymnast on like every event. Um, at like nationals last year, she went and was like top five or six pretty much on every event except for bars where she fell but all the other events she was like fifth or sixth and I'm like oh so you're the person that could potentially be like first or second up on like every event so I could see her filling in probably most likely either like a vault or a floor because it seems like they're going to try to rest SUNY and not have her do all around every week so I could definitely see her fitting in there but yeah they have pretty stable bars and beam lineups like they don't need anyone there yeah um the other freshmen are actually like their best event for both of them is beam so and it's like they already had a strong beam team last year so we'll have to see how if that lineup changes at all but it was a really solid beam team the back half is like super solid um good for them to have more depth though just to experiment Um, definitely because those first few routines I remember the splits being rough oh so yeah hopefully we can fix <laughs> hopefully. Those so I don't have to look at <laughs> I know right uh but you know Sophia tends to be like slightly short on her like switch half but like the rhythm in the leap series though is so much better than everyone else's that I'm like I almost don't care <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the one thing that might help with like replacing Drew's vault, um, it seems like Olivia Hollingsworth, she was like a WCC elite, but March 2021, she tore her Achilles. So last year when she like only really competed beam, she wasn't ready for the other events till like later in the season. And then they just, they pretty much had their lineup set. So they didn't bring her in, but in the off season she's been training a one and a half on vault so that's that's a potential there so that could potentially fill in that hole uh the one clip that I saw of it she like totally like stepped off the side of the mat but you know that's one training video so we'll have to see (laughs) we'll see channel a little coma vibe every once in a while (laughs) absolutely but so we'll have to see how that materializes but I would probably say she's likely the front runner to fill in Drew's spot and Hannah Hagel the other freshman she's probably a contender for the vault lineup with her full but otherwise that lineup will likely stay the same for the most part bars will probably stay pretty close to being the same Olivia Hollingsworth she didn't score as well on bars her first year but in the training videos lately it looks like her form is a lot better so if that's the case, then I would definitely like to see her, like, plugged in, maybe. But Beam is probably going to be pretty similar. Potentially the other two freshmen, that would be a place where they could potentially be in one of the first half of the lineup. Because I'm pretty sure that they have better split, split positions. So, <laughs> better form. So, hopefully, I mean, that would be nice. I'd appreciate that. Floor will also probably be pretty similar. Sarah Hubbard will probably be a staple in the lineup. She was in the lineup a lot of last year. 
with her like two plus Bolin Florentine. So, but that will probably end up being her spot, I think. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of how are you expecting them to do with conference, um, regionals, all that? I definitely think they could very well make nationals again if they don't have a meltdown. Yeah. I feel like one of the, the kind of like them in Missouri were like very consistent last year. Missouri didn't count like a fall all year. Auburn counted one fall throughout the whole year. And of course it's at SEC championships, but if it's a SUNY fall, apparently judges think both times SUNY fell on beam, she got like a 9.4. So I don't even know. Yeah. Apparently uh, only the, they only thought, Oh, just the five tenths. That's all I have to take. Right. <laughs> but so that was their only fall score that they had to count all year was her nine four at SECs. But if they can keep that consistency, I definitely feel like they can definitely make nationals again. I don't think they're improving enough to where they would make the final four without a mistake from anybody else. But then there was a mistake from someone this year in Michigan. So, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's not impossible, but I definitely think, I think that they can make nationals without a mistake from somebody else. Yeah, so I, I think that that's a good expectation. And then I decided I'm going to start asking this because fantasy drafting season is in full swing. So let's say who would you, your top three picks from this team be for a fantasy team? Yes, my top three picks for from this team are definitely going to be pretty obvious ones. It's obviously going to be Cindy Salee and then Darian Goborn, obviously, and Sophia Grove, obviously. I was lucked out last year. I was able in like a couple of leagues. I literally got Sophia Growth as like my 20th pick as like a feelings pick. And then it ended up working out fabulously for me. That's a win. Oh yeah. Can't get, you cannot get her that low anymore. It's going to be like a second or like third or fourth pick, but yeah, those are definitely the top three from that team. And then I just want to give a shout out to Cassie Stevens because I love her because I love her skill. It's so cool. Oh yeah. I've been a I, just wish would... <laughs> I just wish she would point her toes on beam. <laughs> I can forgive but... it because her skill is so cool. <laughs> I know her skill is really cool, but she's like, and... I can forgive a split position, but I can forgive unpointed toes. <laughs> just get... it's yeah. <laughs> And kudos for her for like her first one and a half on vault in like over a year and she like sticks it and goes nine nine seven five. So kudos for her. <laughs> All right. So the next team we're gonna do is Pitt. And this is definitely like one of the least covered teams. I like really don't know much about them, so I'm excited. Yeah, see, I got into Pittsburgh just because their social media was really good during the season and they were like the first team to have like the black lives matter leotard and they were the first team to show their like pride leotard this past year and like when they have a theme meet like all their social media leading up to that like meet that week is like all based on that theme and it's really cool i do remember seeing those leotards those were really <laughs> i loved their theme meets like they were they're like really good at that yeah I'm like, I feel like they could be a team that would actually go for like the climate change theme meet or something. I feel like they could actually get away with that. So 
but they're also somewhat they're far away from me but like I could go to like one meet if I really wanted to do like I might they're hosting regionals this year that's another reason why I wanted to talk about them (laughs) so I'm like that's like a five and a half hour drive but like Pittsburgh's a cool place so I mean I might end up driving down to go and regionals is multiple days so it's like you don't have to Mm -hmm. drive up there and back the same day I think oh yeah it's like an extended weekend and then now that they have one day off in between it's like can explore Pittsburgh a little bit yeah yeah definitely do that (laughs) I know that's that's one of the ones that I'm thinking about doing but yeah they missed out on regionals this past season they lost a pretty big senior class. It have, was like nine-ish routines that they're losing. Yeah, it's really sad, especially because I was like, they're hosting regionals. I really want them to like make it to their own regional that they're like hosting. But it's not looking the greatest, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, one of the like signing day surprises, I guess, Kennedy Duke is a Canadian gymnast she's coming in a year uh this for for this season she's graduating in December so that will be a help because she can potentially compete in all four on all four events really they have a trio of what are now like sophomores but they were like star freshmen last year for Pittsburgh and they're likely each going to be competing the all-arounds they could potentially be having like four all-arounders and be doing like a Michigan thing just on a lower level obviously but yeah so that will be hopefully pretty exciting but they also do have uh, multiple other freshmen that are coming in that can do really well with there's some other gymnasts coming in that have nice big fulls that could fill in lineup spots um bars the biggest thing um one of the former polish junior elites Natalie Pollack, she, you might end up seeing her uh, in people's fantasy drafts and be like, who is this? But she's, she also is from, she's, is from the U.S. She did the level 10 system too. And she's gotten, scored a 10 a couple times. So, Um, yeah, she has the form that can score really well. So it would be like, in the Eagle Conference, it's like, oh, now we have competition for Mara, (laughs) personally. (laughs) events was she 10 on bars bars so although she's also been post they in a lot of the training videos they posted her on beam as well so you can potentially have her on both of those events so that would be cool that would be that's probably the biggest one there and beam obviously if you're going to be watching beam for anything Pittsburgh related every once in a while depending on how she's feeling heli copper wheat she does her double turn sometimes on beam. She did it in a meet last season and got like a 9925 on that routine. She qualified for her regionals on both bars and beam last year. So hopefully they will get representation at regionals if they don't qualify as a team. And it would definitely be probably Natalie, Natalia Pulek and Hallie Copperweight are probably the top two that would end up doing that. I am an instant. I have instant respect. I'm an instant stan of anyone who does a double turn on beam. I just, I love them. And they're also so much harder than they look. Like, I swear they are so hard. So, oh my so. gosh. Yeah. And they're Literally terrifying. same. They're terrifying. 
And you sing every single time I see someone do a double turn, I'm like, oh, I love you. I have to stand you. I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Like, I did dance for like so long, and I'm like, I can't imagine trying to do a double turn and landing on the beam. <laughs> I did double turns like I just had one random day where I got it and like I did like 20 in a row and then like on my 21st I just like ate it and then I never (laughs) oh my gosh that sounds exactly like what would happen though (laughs) but no I'm really hoping that that shows up more in the lineup because I absolutely love it and I love everyone who can do a double turn because they are just amazing honestly so Mm -hmm. Yeah, and their floor lineup is probably the one that's going to be the most consistent for last year, but lineup-wise, I would go through and tell you everyone who I think is even going to be in there, but no one's actually going to know their names for the most part because it's Pitt, but yeah, they're replacing about half of the lineup almost on each event except for floor, but they also are bringing in a pretty big freshman <laughs> class yeah. that can bring in similar teams. Yeah, it's like six or seven. Yeah, it's quite a few. And multiple of them are like capable of doing like putting up good all around numbers. So it shouldn't be that bad. <laughs> Hopefully. Like they have like they're they have the routines to replace them, but it's more of a matter of consistency and experience that's gonna bring them down. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like last season they like broke their beam record like three different times, but then there was other meets where they like just totally fell apart so like we'll have to see it's definitely going to be a matter of consistency luckily like half the routines last year were all from freshmen and those freshmen now have more experience so because now they've competed for a full year so hopefully we'll have to see yeah so who would be your top fantasy picks for this team I know you mentioned Natalia and Callie so if you want to do a couple more just since yep, we haven't Natalia and Hallie are going to be the two main ones um Hallie it would be for her like bars and beam primarily and same for Natalia and then besides that um Sydney Washington potentially because she did the all-around last year and then potentially like Trinity Monsamig she could be a t- potential or Kennedy Duke because those are probably the two that are the most likely to contribute on multiple events. But those would be, like, if you really want to, like, follow somebody that you have no idea who about, at, like, right at the very end, I'd go for them. But Natalia is probably going to be a good one to grab if you're looking for a bars person, an underrated bars person. That's who I'd go for. Sounds good. All right. So I know you are a fan of the Eagle Conference. So, oh, I think you froze incredible okay well while she's frozen I'm gonna talk about frozen pop tarts because I don't think I've spoken about that on this podcast and it needs to be spoken about it on the box it says that an option for the pop tart you can freeze them you can eat them straight out of the box or you can toast them I said freeze first right anyway I just I don't I don't get it I know, um, I don't even know what his at is right now, but Jade Carey impersonator, Wonginator, um, he said to freeze the Pop-Tarts, he said they're good. I 
don't trust him. But I just, I don't understand it. I need to know more about it. But at the same time, I don't want to waste a Pop-Tart like that. Okay, I think she's back. Hello. At first I was like, wait, did you freeze? Did I freeze? And then all of a sudden my screen like went completely away. And I'm like, oh, so maybe it was me that froze. <laughs> yeah, I was just taking the opportunity to talk about frozen Pop-Tarts. I, I don't agree with it. And I don't know why it's an option on the box because I think like that texture shouldn't be frozen. I get that. I don't know. There's a lot of food. There's a lot of food that people like freeze, and I'm like, why are you freezing this? I'm like, it should be nice and warm. <laughs> Funny thing. Like I feel like you would take a bite of that crust when it's frozen, and it would be the absolutely most unsatisfying experience ever. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Okay. I, I wouldn't do it. I would not do it. <laughs> anyway, so you're a fan of the Eagle Conference. So oh, yeah. if you have any other, like, specific people that you're, like, a fan of, like, how Hannah was talking about Maddie Diab yesterday? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, for Eagle, it's one of the conferences that's, like, closer-ish to me. So that's part of why I watch it. Plus, like, obviously... UNC was brought up earlier and I'm like oh can't wait for that Ugh. although do take note for anybody that was like looking at people at UNC and stuff it I've been like obsessively watching their like stories and everything and there's some of the main vultures that have only been doing fulls so I've only actually seen Kaya Forbes do her one and a half yet so just make note <laughs> including like Lolly and stuff so but if I'm looking at, like, bottom of the conference, uh, obviously, Sid Morris is at LIU now, and she was doing her standing full at the inner squad, so we'll see how that goes. I'm excited, though. I'm LIU always so does the unique skills. <laughs> I'm so excited for her. I, I loved her in Elite. She was, like, she was my, like, at one point, she was my dark horse for 2020. Um, oh. Yeah, she had to get like surgery a couple times, I think, which sucked. But she's always done like super cool combos, and I I didn't even know she was a YouTube girly. Like I just stand her on her own, but mm -hmm. apparently she also has a lot of stands from her YouTube girly days. So as a fellow YouTube girly, I have to stand. Uh, love that. But yeah, I'm happy for her freshman season. She's gonna kill it. She'll make sure that, hopefully she'll make sure that uh, Mara is not alone at regionals because Mara Tatarsale on bars, everybody, is amazing. And even better, in their inner squad, she did an illusion on Beam as one of the clips. So I'm like, she's on Beam now. <laughs> like, gotta go after that. So I like, I love so many of the girls on their team and they, they have so many unique skills that I love, but it's very obviously it's that the management there it, there's something oh, yeah there is something very off oh, and yeah. I don't know what it is but it there's something kind of feels like the team is like going to fall apart at some point oh yeah it's very off but at the same time like I'm gonna support the gymnasts because yeah. they're doing cool skills and I'm like I want to watch you do a like full twisting backhand spring on beam Ilka of course I'll I support you so much her gymnastics is cool. Oh. 
all the anodes and everything. I'm like, girl, you're like giving us every all the combinations that we could want. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love it when people just try out like fun combinations just because they love it. And then it ends up like being mm-hmm. a routine. Oh, yeah. And I love that she like posts when she does the fun combos instead of just doing them and hiding them from the gym internet. Exactly. <laughs> She just feeds us so well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, for people that are doing fantasy, friendly reminder that Robin Kelly from New Hampshire was injured all of last year because she tore her Achilles, but she is back now and she's tumbling on floor again. So you know that she's going to actually be competing. <laughs> and she didn't do a, she didn't do like a, full twisting your tanko or anything like that at the inner squad because obviously like save your body you don't have to she did do like a your tanko layout though onto like a high mat kind of thing but the way her teammates reacted to that was so cool but yeah just a reminder she in 2021 she had an nqs of 9.9 on both beam and floor so for all you fantasy people out there three eventers three eventer right there for you <laughs> um yeah at temple ariana castrense transferred for her fifth year to san jose State. i had so, her on my fantasy team a few years ago she was she was oh, a rock on that team so oh yeah her. i'm like poor temple for losing her that's so sad <laughs> oh i know their entire like bars lineup last year they kept falling apart but luckily they have like a whole bunch of freshmen that are like actually good on bars so that could that will hopefully go up for them a little bit none of them are like as I wouldn't I that would be a case where most of them probably aren't fantasy team worthy so I would just like wait until season and whoever and who knows there's gonna be some random person from a smaller team that's gonna show up and get like a nine nine week one and then everyone's gonna be like oh trading <laughs> this person didn't compete but this one did <laughs> so we'll see but and luckily Deja Chambliss is back for her fifth year and she was great last year I'm so happy so uh yeah she she needed a nice fifth year I was looking forward to that Although I don't even know what that team is going to do on bars because they lost like all their bars people and aren't getting any. So <laughs> they're just going to vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although Deanna Sharameta is coming in. Oh. She's going to be a freshman. And obviously, you know, the sisterhood there. So that will hopefully, she'll be probably a three eventer for them. So, you know, if she's anything like her sister, maybe you do want to pick her up in fantasy. Who knows? If you're into that high risk, high reward thing, because, you know, that's what my last five picks tend to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my picks are chaos picks. Oh, yeah, 100%. They're all feelings picks for me. Yeah. And obviously last year it worked out in my favor because that's how I got Sophia Growth last year. And she went 995 like eight times on beam. So essential. <laughs> and then Towson's doing their annual um, here are an entire lineup's worth of 10.0 star value vaults and we will maybe compete one of them we'll see if that changes this year though because they have posted uh, like a full lineup's worth almost of 10.0 vaults wow yeah and then nc state 
They probably, I think UNC is going to end up ranking ahead of NC State this year. But Meg Adler looks to be a really good beamer and really multi-eventer for them. So a couple exciting things in that conference. That's one where like when you actually, they have like a couple of meets this year where it's almost like that big 10, how big 10 has like the big fives meet where it's like half the conference at a time. There's two quad meets that are pretty much like that for the Eagle. And it's literally going to be like, whoever hits the most routines is going to win. <laughs> so if you're going to be looking for something editing to watch, that will be that. And I will definitely watch that one because I love a good chaos meet. I love when it's close. Oh, yeah. Those ones are always like so close. And it's literally just like whoever actually like hits the best meet. That's how NC State hasn't won the past multiple Eagles, even though they came in as the favorite. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I know, right? But, you know, next season, it's the last season with eight teams in the Eagle Conference, and then it's going to be the ACC and Eagle, so. So who leaves? I know UNC leaves. UNC, NC State, and Pitt. Okay. With Clemson, so. That will be exciting. I'm looking forward to when it will be like the first ACC championships. That will be fun. Yeah. It's always like more fun when it's like the first conference, like you get the on you get the bragging rights of being mm-hmm. the first conference champion. Oh yeah. And That's- I'm like, Clemson, it looks like it they could literally be good right out of the gate. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about it, but like <laughs> just all the vibes there are rancid. They're so bad, but like I love the gymnasts, but yes. just the vibes of the team, the coach, the photo shoots they're doing, the media they mm-hmm. put out, absolutely rancid. Oh, absolutely! Like poor Lily having to hold out her hand with like not oh, having. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I can't. That was that was something. That was so weird. I just, I don't understand that at all. But, you know, it's cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, then I will ask you the final question. I'm sure you know it's coming. If you could unretire one gymnast, and it can't be your fate. Well, she's not even retired. So <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah, she's not retired. Who would it be? Yeah, so I'm going to say that it. I want her to be completely healthy when I'm doing this, but 100% Larissa Ayodake. <laughs> be completely healthy, though. Just, like, literally last weekend, I was like, I want to watch a competition where Larissa actually wins. So then I went and pulled up the 2017 Universad all around. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and watch this. I just gymnastics just isn't the same without her like just no one did it like her and I feel so bad just for like her her body just like mm-hmm. getting her over and over again and it's not fair it is so not fair Ugh. especially I, after watching that meet I'm like oh she I I love Morgan I love Morgan so much but I'm like I really wish that she Larissa was never injured in 2017 so she could have like actually won that all-around title for Romania that would have been amazing why does the injury gym gods hate her so much I know like I never 
will stop thinking about just her Olympics and how awful that must be and how it's going to haunt her for the rest of her life. Because it's like, you don't remember how the pain feels. And like, I know that she like has times where she thinks I could have done the routine in the event finals. Like I could have gone up and did it. I was being dramatic, even though she wasn't. And it was obvious that her body would not let her get through a routine. But mm-hmm. like, I know in her mind, there's always going to be that thought. Like, what if I just had like done it? <laughs> exactly like she's like what if I could have just done it like I would have been a two-time Olympic medalist like that causes me an unbelievable amount of pain oh same I'm like can't the gym gods let her be healthy enough to do like another two beam routines (laughs) like one in like an Olympic qualification and one in an Olympic you know I mean that would require somebody else to earn her this Olympic spot but you know (laughs) Yeah, has to qualify a team. <laughs> Ugh, Romania's killing everybody, though. Uh, I know. It's more likely that Larissa just ends up at the Olympics than Romania qualifying team. Oh, seriously, though. Ugh. Don't tell Romania how I said that. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe download turn on post notifications get get me sponsored by pop tarts toast your pop tarts don't freeze them and have a day